0: Welcome to episode 54 of The Career Ace. This week I had an email from Kate about interview questions. What should I do, she asked, when I feel that the interviewers aren't interested enough to dig deeper into the answers I'm giving them? When I feel like I'm not getting my skill set across to them in enough detail? Well Kate, I hope the answers will be contained in this week's show. Because I'm going to talk about interview questions you should prepare for, and how to give engaging answers to those questions. But before we get into the show, I just want to say thank you to our sponsors, Purple Select Consultants, an international recruitment company based in Switzerland, who work throughout Europe on positions in the IT industry, technical or sales. All their candidates speak a couple of languages, one of which is English. They are kind enough to sponsor the show, giving me the opportunity to offer free advice to people who want to accelerate their careers. This is Patricia McGuire welcoming you to the Career Ace Podcast, where myself and my contacts offer you tips and advice on your career, whatever stage you're at. be helpful to break the interview process down to common question areas that you can prepare for. So today's podcast might sound a bit like a list, but a useful list. Let's start with the obvious, the strengths and weaknesses questions. My advice is to prepare five strengths and weaknesses so you would always have enough examples to turn to when asked. Now we talked about weaknesses in episode 52, So you can go back to that to find more details on how to tackle this particular type of question. But just to briefly recap, you talk about your weaknesses using the three Ps. So choose your weakness and talk about the past. Start your story with what your weakness was. The process, tell your interviewer what you did or are doing to overcome the weakness and the present. You want to end your story with some positive results of the work you did or are doing on your weakness. Now when you choose your strength, you're going to tell your story using the STAR method. That's Situation, Task, Action, Result. For Situation, put your strength into context. Describe a situation, preferably preferably one the interviewer can identify with in which you use your strength. For the task, describe what your goal is or was when using your strength. For action, how did you use it? And the result, what was the outcome of your action? Remember, we're looking for a positive result, which shows your strength to its best. Maybe to illustrate, we should look at an example, whereby an interviewer has asked someone who's applied for a customer service post to tell them about their strengths. The strength chosen is handling complaints. Now the situation, they would say something like I work in an incoming call centre, customers call us for any number of reasons, questions about products, placing orders and of course complaints. My task is to answer a specified number of calls per hour, with a 90% customer satisfaction rate. As to action, you could say, just the other day I took a call from a customer who had a product delivered to them, which didn't work. They were really angry, more angry than I would have expected under the circumstances. I listened to their call, empathised with them of course, giving them verbal clues that I was listening, and repeating back to them what I understood about their problem. But in listening to them, I understood it was not just the defective product that made them so cross, but the length of time that they'd spent waiting to speak to me. So I acknowledged that and apologised to them for the wait, expressing that I personally understood how frustrating it was. The result? Acknowledging the amount of time the customer had spent waiting to speak to a company representative, in this case me, made all the difference to the customer. They were much calmer after I acknowledged it. I was then able to solve the problem with the product and they went away happy, so happy in fact that they sent an email to say how much they appreciated the conversation they'd had with me and of course the outcome of that conversation. So hopefully you can see how that STAR method works from that example but obviously if you've got questions come back to me and ask. Now, when you use the style method, and and when you weave your answers into a story with some personal elements, it really makes a difference to the way it sounds to the interviewer. You've got to remember that the interviewer has probably heard or asked that question countless times and is used to stock standard answers, so anything you can put in that's personalising it really helps. And your answer is perceived so much more positively. Next let's look at questions about your skills. All interviews will have questions about skills specific to the job you've applied for. In your preparation you should make a list of the skills you possess and how you've used them. And in the interview you want to talk about your skills with reference to work you've done so that your interviewer can see the practical application of these skills. Again use the STAR method that we've just worked through. Now, if you think that your interviewer is not taking much interest in what you're saying, then interact with them. Ask them questions. For example, when you've finished explaining a set of skills and you think they've not displayed much interest, perhaps you could say to them, would you like me to explain something in more detail? Next, questions about the company you're interviewing with. These questions must be prepared for. An interviewer will expect you to have done your research about their company. At a bare minimum, you should know what the company does, where it operates, what products and services they offer, and who the competition are. The answers to these questions are going to put you on a level playing field with almost everybody else who's being interviewed. However, we want you to be ahead of the field, so what else should you be thinking about and preparing for? If you want to start getting ahead of your competition for this new job, then you should read all you can about the latest developments in the company and also the latest developments that their competition have been talking about. Read the last financial report and pick out some of the highlights that you feel comfortable talking about, ones that excite you. Often in the financial report, there will be some articles by the chairman or the CEO of the company, which talk about some of their particular accomplishments and will give you something to talk about at your interview. And another good place to look are if the company has PR or media pages on their website. It's usually a great source of information. Now make a list of all these positive accomplishments that you'd like to use in your interview so you can talk about them really fluently and with enthusiasm. At the same time, ideas are going to occur to you. Write them down because you can use them to illustrate your enthusiasm and also maybe the skills which you have which will be a benefit to the company. There will be questions about the job you've applied for. You may be asked simple questions like can you summarize the main tasks of the job or what do you think the challenges will be in this job or even what do you think will be your main tasks in the first three months of starting this job. If you're new to interviewing this might sound a little bit strange. Why would the interviewer do this? Well. They will want to know that you've understood what the job is all about and that you're both on the same page. That's to say, you both have the same understanding of the job that you're interviewing for. It's actually quite important. You really would not believe the number of people who leave their jobs soon after starting them because the job is not what they expected. This point hasn't been covered. Again, you can answer these questions by showcasing skills you want to talk about. In summarising the main tasks of the job you can point out some of the tasks that you're already familiar with and expert in. Same goes for the challenges question. Point out what you're already expert in saying that these will help you overcome whatever challenges that you choose to talk about. The interviewer may also ask you a question like what do you think you can bring to the company or why should we employ you? It's very similar to the strengths question, so you can adapt your pre-prepared strengths or even better, work out some examples in advance. Use the style method again, selecting the strengths that you have which you think will be interesting to the company. Another popular question within this area are questions about teams. You're more than likely going to be asked questions like, do you enjoy working in a team? What makes for a good team member? What characteristics does a good team leader have? Again, you can use the STAR method to answer this question. Think of examples of people that you've worked with either currently or in the past and use these examples to illustrate the answer to the question. Now a question I like to ask during interview is how would your team describe you? I do know that other interviewers use it. Some of my candidates have said that they're really glad they had the opportunity to practice that one with me. The natural answer is to give a very positive impression of yourself, which of course is the easy solution, but the next thing your interviewer is going to say to you is something like, do they ever say anything negative about you? And you need to be prepared for that. Use the same principles as the strengths and weaknesses questions. Talk about the positive things using the STAR method, Talk about the negative things using the three P's. Obviously, don't make the negative too negative. We really want to keep the positive message going throughout the interview. There will naturally be questions arising from your CV. And before you go to interview, you need to know your CV thoroughly. You should be prepared to explain everything that you've written on your CV. If there are gaps in it, you'll almost certainly be asked to explain them. You'll probably be asked to explain why you left your previous jobs. And you'll almost certainly be asked to explain why you're job searching at the moment. Always tell the truth. Always be positive. I dig quite deeply myself on these questions, as do other interviewers. So it's not good enough to have one simple answer which you think will fob off the interviewer. If we look at the question about why you are job searching at the moment, in particular, I'll often listen to the first reason you give, and then I'll say something like, are there any other reasons? And I'll keep asking that question, or a similar question, until I'm satisfied I've gleaned every last piece of information about you on that topic. A good exercise with your CV and CV questions is to get a friend to read through your CV and ask you questions that occur to them about it. Give your answers, find out what they think of them, and then amend your answers accordingly. Of course, you might do it perfectly. Be prepared for questions about your ambitions. Don't make the assumption that the company wants someone who is hugely ambitious. There are many times that they don't. The best way to tackle this, I think, is to talk about short and long term ambitions. Start with the short term, talking about what your plans are for your immediate future. So for example, if you're a graduate, you want to become an accountant and you're interviewing for a trainee position, you might say that in the short term, I want to achieve my Chartered Accountants qualifications whilst getting experience in accounting for the insurance industry. Obviously, this is only if you know that the company has insurance clients or is an insurance company then you'd go on to say something like in the longer term I believe my qualification will open many doors to extend my knowledge not just of finance but other areas in the insurance industry and tied in with this they'll also ask you about your motivation they want to know what makes you tick what excites you what galvanizes you to do your best work Think of some of the things you've done at work or in your hobbies that really inspire you and motivate you and prepare an answer using the STAR method to illustrate your points. By doing this, you elevate your answer from the bland, standardised approach used by so many candidates into something more colourful, interesting and really engaging. We talked about the weird and wonderful questions in episode 53. You can go back and listen to that one for more detail. But you know the ones I mean, things like, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Now, the tricky subject of salary expectations. There's quite a lot to say about this particular issue, and so I'm going to do a whole episode to cover it in more detail. But briefly, what I want to say here is, do your research and find out what the industry's standards or averages are. Think carefully about the value you put on yourself and your work. And have a range that you would be happy to work for. So if you get asked this question, you can tell the interviewer you're thinking of a salary in the range of X to Y, making sure that at this stage you'd be happy to work at the lower end of the range. So remember, the lower end of the range shouldn't be aiming too low. Now obviously, you're going to aim for something a bit better than the bottom end of the range, but we'll talk about that in another episode. You may also get questions about where else you've applied for a job or where you're interviewing at the moment. And it's good to give an impression that you've focused your job search on a particular industry and or a particular type of job. If the company you're interviewing with wants to know how you're getting on with your job search, I think you have a couple of options. If you're not getting on very well, just say to them that it's early days, but you've had some responses already. On the other hand, if you're doing very well, tell them you've had some very positive responses to your applications and are interviewing with other companies. The reason I want you to be very positive and upbeat about what you're doing and how you answer this question is that I've found over the years that companies really want candidates who are already getting interviews at other companies. And it often injects a bit of speed into what can sometimes be a very slow process. And last but not least, questions about you, your personal interests and hobbies. You should always have a little spiel about yourself prepared. It should be a maximum of three minutes long, telling the interviewer something about your education, your work experience to date and why you're interested in the field in which the company works and of course the company that you're applying to. I'd be a little wary about saying too much about the specific job unless you've already had the conversation with the interviewer and know precisely what they're looking for and if that's the case definitely talk about why you're interested in the job. If you've written about hobbies in your CV then you need to be able to talk and be enthusiastic about them. For example if you say you love to read you need to have two or three books that you've read about which you can express opinions good or bad doesn't matter but you need to show some passion for your hobby. So that's it for today. I think we've covered pretty much everything that you're going to be asked about. But even if we haven't, if you've prepared what we've discussed today, then you're going to be in a really confident mood to answer the majority of questions at interview. Sometimes things will come at you out of the blue. And if you listen to this episode and the last few episodes, then you should be prepared with methods that will help you through it. But I would say two things. If you think you've messed up, you have an opportunity at the end of the interview to say to your interviewer is there something I've not been clear about that we can discuss before I leave and this gives you an opportunity to clear up any messes you think you've made and if you've done a really good interview answer the majority of questions in a confident fluid engaging way you really don't have to worry about messing up a small proportion of your interview there are very few people who do a perfect interview. So if like Kate you have some questions please don't be afraid to send me an email or get in touch via all the channels. I'll be happy to do my best to answer your questions and remember I'm going to be doing an episode just about salary negotiations so if you have any questions on that please send me an email at patricia at thecareace.com. Thanks. If you would like to hear more advice from The Career Ace, please follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. And if you think the podcast has given you some useful advice, please leave us a review. It will help others find us. And of course, I would be exceptionally grateful. If you'd like individual help from The Career Ace or want to take part in our webinars or receive information about our publications, please contact us via our website. That's www. Purpleselect.com or follow us on Twitter at Purple Select.